This is just an impression I do not own this board. Cupcake. And we are taking this one on the road. For fuck's sake, we are on 8th Street on our way to A Town to do some Anderson stuff. It's 5 o'clock. It's a briefly dismal day, but we are going to try to make the best of it, even though a dog sometimes likes pissing on your bed. But you got to suck it up and it's going to make a good day out of it. Absolutely. So, how was the day today, boys? How'd it go? The day was slow. Very slow in our metals fabrication shop down on the east side of Indianapolis. We work in. Shout, shout out to the paint line guys if you're listening. Maybe someday, yeah. Shout out to Billy and Corey and all the other homies at work that have been listening. Mad respect. Yeah, and shout out to Billy. Shout out to Paul. Feeling pretty toasty right now. Yeah, all good right. shit, Paul. Yeah, good shit, Paul. Good shit, uh, man. Thank yeah. you, Paul. So. I was thinking today, um, I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about, there was like this dude and this girl that used to be together, and how like, fucking, every time he would bring something up, she would just jump to like, okay, so he was talking about his podcast, and um, he was talking about going to a UFC match with another podcast dude. Girl was instantly like, oh, so those are your kinds of fans? Instantly just assuming that, like, because he's into something that, like, certain type of people follow that. Like, that's fucked up. You don't put people in a box. Yeah. Like, don't put people in a box. Like, people don't look like they're into things that they're into. I'd love to get into frisbee golf at some point. That would be lit. I've heard it's very, 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 very therapeutic. But it'd be fun. Fuck, man get all blitzed and go throw frisbee into a fucking chain net thing with your boys in the park while the kids play and the dogs run around and I'd be down for that dude frisbee, frisbee golf, golf is happening this summer I'm decent during the frisbee anyway so got that I'm just going. saying it's a sport for those not so sporty like myself yeah I have like little no motivation when it comes to sports man but yeah man I, I figured I don't know how I got from that to that So what's up, Richard? What's on your mind? Not a whole lot right now. Just still trying to process the slow day and all that. Paintline was really slow. I worked in this area called the Wash Bay. So we put metal up on these racks and all that. And the Wash I, Bay. Yeah, I stand there with a glorified hose and um, get the oil and dirt off the metal. Like a power washer. Yeah, power washer, man. That's the right word for it. You gotta find the word there. You just wash them with power. Yeah, you I, have I feel empowered while I wash. Ultimate you know? power! Yeah, it was a really slow day today. It was a really slow day. And like, we barely... Let me 
Yeah, I think the cloudy weather just kind of made it for this kind of off day, too. You know, I'm just kind of tired, like just all around. <coughs> but it could be from the nerds rope, too. Once again, Paul, thank you for that, man. Shout out, Broly, Eastside. You're brilliant, man. Yeah, um, not really thinking about much right now, you know? Just kind of looking forward to what the rest of the day has to bring and all that. How, how about you, Curtis? Well, doing good, but. But I bought like almost $500 worth of shit today at a head shop. And you know what? I got on the road and $150 bong broke in my car. I went back. The dude couldn't even give me store credit or half of a refund. And I was just like, dude. But he showed me another one that was like 160 He's like, oh, here, just buy this one. I'll give you a discount. He didn't even tell me how much he was going to discount it. All I know is that he gave me a discount. That's so pretty much it. you did get the other piece, though? I did get a new piece, but I didn't... I don't know how much the discount was, which You're fucking swindled. sucked. I know. And I was... He finagled me into a purchase. He fucking... It happens. It happens when you're when you're on a high. Sometimes you get a little careless, and it happens. And I was definitely careless. I fucking regret that shit. Gotta live with that the rest of my life, knowing I fucking spent 500 bucks on a, you know. I mean, the, you know, whatever, but it still. It is what it is. It is what it you is. got a dope pin thing, too. And it came with a second pin mm -hmm. that you didn't even know was in there. So, yeah. little blessings, mm -hmm. silver linings, as they call them. Mm-hmm. That's true, man. Yeah, dude. So, I'm hitting a vape cart right now. Tommy, how many milligrams are these? Oh, dude, I have no, they're just a gram of fucking mm -hmm. distillate. Is it wax in here, or is it... Yeah, it's lion's it, bread distillate. Okay. I'm guessing it's probably about maybe between five and 700, because yeah. one gram of dabs is normally like 700 milligrams of THC. Oh. So, like, when you make edibles, you can actually do a gram of wax with one stick of butter versus, like, doing 10 or 15 grams for one stick of butter of flour. Oh, okay. So, when you make edibles with wax, it's fucking the shit, because you can... Further. Mm -hmm. It goes way further, and it's actually a better investment because you can actually get more with wax and spend less than you would on a whole thing of flour like that. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true, especially like thinking about an ounce and all that, just how much you have to use. And, like, and that's you know. and that's ridiculous because you know you got to think too. What if it doesn't turn out as potent as you want? True. Yeah. You know, and like, what true. if it's, it doesn't even decarb all the way either? Yeah. Which is the other thing you got to worry Big about. Yikes. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you got this half spin ass bud that you don't really, I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, you're going to smoke it probably, but mm -hmm. it's like, what do you do with it? And you have to decarb if you make edibles, yes. everybody. Yeah, don't, decarb. please, please always decarboxylate. Because uh, if not, you're just going to have some brownies that have weed chunks in them and it's not going to do anything for you. No, mm -hmm. it's not. It's just going to taste like you ground up bud and ate it. I mean, what's the ideal cooking temperature? Like 250? Something like that. 250. Uh, well, what I do, I go to 225 and I do it for 50 minutes. So I do the slow cook. Oh, you do you do it for 50? I do it for 50, but I do it on 225. Okay. And most people. The golden gram things changed my mm -hmm. life. They were so good. What was it? The golden gram. Oh, things yeah, the thing too. that I made out of. I made this edible with uh, dab butter, and it was uh, cookie crisp cereal, golden grams, marshmallow whip, and peanut butter. That's Phenomenal, mm -hmm. dude. My girl was like, let me get those. I made some chocolate covered cherries too, and yes. some cookies, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Amazing, by the way. Yeah. Fun so fact, you can just put a gram of can of butter in your coffee and you're set to the fucking moon, I promise. Oh, yeah. There's people that, um, the distillate that uh, Tommy has in his pen's actually orally active. And yep. I've done this before. Mm -hmm. Like, when the cards, like, when you think the cards are empty, they're not. So what I did was I got a really hot cup of coffee and I put the empty card in there. And I let it set. And I heat it back up for, like, another minute. Let set again, took it out, drank it. I was high an hour later. And it was really? A really good high that lasted for at least a good day. Wow. Like, it lasted the whole productive day. So good they put insanity. Yeah, a good eight to nine hours. But yeah, that stuff inside there is orally active. Like mm -hmm. you can put on your tongue. Because like since you're proper. heating it up, it's decarboxylating. Yeah. No, it's it's already uh, it's already decarbed and all that. Like the solution in there is. Oh, it is it? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I, because I know with regular wax you have to decarb it. Yeah, it's a process that this stuff goes through. Really, it's, it's amazing. It's decarb. Wow. So you can literally just still slurp it and feel good. So theoretically, you could put that in a shot glass and just drink the whole thing. You could. I mean, it wouldn't taste very good. Don't it get me wrong. It tastes like shit, but you, know, but you would it, be you really, would, royally fucked. You would definitely head to the stratosphere up to that point. Yeah, dude. Because I've done that Kurt, before. Curtis is getting ideas. I can see, I can I, I see the corks going. Maybe. I've put, <laughs> put a broken cart into a hot chocolate before and I was like drinking the shit and then next thing I know I felt like I just ate like seven edibles and it just slapped me at the same time. I was like, here you go. Uh-huh. Shit was insane. Yeah, it's certainly rolling a dice because you don't know what you're gonna get something. Don't get me wrong, but, but you don't know how much of a you, bang you're gonna get. Yet. Yeah. And you know what was so crazy about the edibles I made for you guys was like I had to eat like eight of those a day to feel anything. Damn. And, yeah. That, uh, my tolerance was really high. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it took me like eight or ten edibles, like. Oh, when... and, and you gotta thank your body. You're a big dude. You mm -hmm. know, it takes a good amount to, to make you physically feel it, anyways. Yeah, I mean yeah. the weed has to be pretty fucking strong too. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yes, mm -hmm. it does. That has to be fucking powerful. But that's what I love about dabs because it's just it's automatic pretty yeah, much. I like I don't have to do a whole lot of dabs to feel anything, regardless of my size, because dabs are so potent. And that's it. It's like the comparison of like smoking two blunts at the same time. Mm -hmm. and, and it's taking it. It's like okay, so you make a mixed drink and you drink that and you slowly get fucked up. But you take three, four shots, you're gonna get way fucked up. Yeah. And that, that's kind of the comparison for dabs. It's like bottle rocket artillery shell. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you'll get there either way. But one's just like instant. It takes less time. Like that's why I kind of prefer dabs because it t it's I spend less time hiding away smoking because it's such a short time you know okay so you heat your banger up for a minute or so get that motherfucker hot where you see it's red glowing cherry flavored glowing don't actually lick the, the banger kids it's a joke we all say it's a dab joke <laughs> when it's cherry flavored you know it's ready so um, then like, you let it like cool down for like cherry. a minute, minute ten, depending on the thickness and heat of the banger, and then you smoke that motherfucker. No matter how what size your dab is, make sure you you know you cap or carb it somehow to get the most flavor and bang for your buck. But when you do that, you spend so much less time. So that all together is maybe two minutes, and then like ten minutes of coughing if you're me. <laughs> and throwing up if you're I me. I can confirm. All oh, for this dude, especially man. Oh my god. I'm a yak. I'm a yak. I'm a yak. I, I cheer yeah. you on. 
Like, it's so casual. Like, it used to shock me, like, when you'd get sick. But then I see you going for the trash can, I'm like, there you go, buddy. Yeah, You're doing he's your thing. That's, that's what I a good am. friend does. Now, yeah, I got a question what, for he you. He supports his homie when he <laughs> yeah. pukes. Since you puke, and I puke too, when I dab. Yeah. Sometimes. I got a question. Do you dab and then go puke and then go right back to a hit? Oh, absolutely. I've Many seen him times. do it. Because mm-hmm. I and do that too. Fucking, I fucking love it. And then you just... You puked on Chris's shoe right after you oh bad man. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild one. Yeah, poor Chris. Shout out to, to that homie. He yeah, actually did the vocals on one of the intros to the podcast that um, <laughs> we aired today. Yeah, he's a vocalist in my band, Secret Swim. One of my best friends on the fucking planet. Great guy. A, he's he's growing up right before our eyes, Richard. Did Chris grow up right before our eyes, Tommy? Yes. <laughs> he's such a yeah, good kid. Man. I love that guy. Uh, known him for six years now. <sighs> known him for about five or four. Such, such kid lived with me. Though. You know, good guy. Good guy. Good, great vocalist. Excellent person. Fuck him for being a little bit better at playing Pokemon sometimes than me, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Sorry uh, if I interrupted you, Richard, no, too. No, I didn't mean no, to. No, you're fine, man. It's you're, all over. Being a great host. And I'm gonna make, I think one of our first shirts is gonna say no hate language. I, I brainstormed this today. And I was thinking about it, because that's, like, the number one rule of this podcast. No hate language. No, like, we can all talk shit and have a good time. But we're not trying to defame or take anyone down on a peg or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're a shithead and you're a unanimous shithead and the world knows you're a shithead and you like, 6'9", we know. Yeah, like, We it's, know it's, you're a shithead, but, you know. It's to talk about. Yeah, but we're, we're not here to tear anyone down or make someone feel like, you know, that's, that's not my job. I'm not, I'm not the judge. Right. Not, definitely not. But, on the other hand, be nice, be kind. God damn, it's not that hard. Just love people. Be nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I always think about some shit like this. If I was to die today, I want my funeral to be lit as fuck. All kinds of people that I've touched in their lives and like people that I've impacted in a positive light. I don't, I want people to be like, yo, that was a good ass dude. And no, I don't do things or act in a way to make it like that. It's just, it's something you you should think about. Like, if lights were out on you, bam, right now, what would that shit look like if you got to walk around in your own funeral? Who would be there? Hopefully you're not a shithead and the only person there is your mom because she, you can't be blasted into this world out of her pussy and she feels that obligation. Let's, I hope it's not like that. And it's not ever too late to stop being a fucking douchebag or a shithead and, and fucking do something with your life. It's never too late for that. No, I've seen a lot of people even just from high school turning around and turn into decent ass beautiful people. We're all butterflies, just yeah. some motherfuckers stay in the cocoon longer than others. Uh, I was about to say, yeah, some people metamorphosize or ha- however you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. That's absolutely it. Fuck bullying, man. That shit's bullshit. Yeah. Went through that for over 10 years. Bullying fucking sucks. Hate speech sucks. Just fuck hate, man. Fuck hate. And hate fuck sometimes if you need to get that nut out. Mm-hmm. Do it. Yeah. But they gotta be consensual. No, and if you rape, you are the lowest type of human on the planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally blow your fucking brains out because you're worthless. Do not rape. Mm-hmm. 
you never force your will upon someone else. That that is literal AIDS of the planet. Nothing good about it. Don't do that shit. Don't be pushy. If someone says no, no means motherfucking no. Yeah, respect their boundaries. You wouldn't want somebody, you know, disrespecting your boundaries. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Just think about what other people are going through too. Like fuck. Absolutely. We'll do this in two parts if they're gonna go inside. Yeah. Or, yep. you, or you guys can talk while I'm in there. You guys can keep yeah. it going. Fuck it. What do you want to do, Richie? It's not. It's not a problem. All right. Shit, I'm open to anything, man. All right. We'll see. But yeah, I'm like about there. Um, yeah. Shit, we can split in two parts then. Everything's Chevrolet. Steak mm-hmm. sauce, boys. Oh, music. Let's talk about some motherfucking music. Like, I found this band like a couple days ago. They're like a ska pop punk band, kind of. They're called Just Friends. Yeah. And they have a song called Let Me Love You. And that motherfucking song has been playing and playing and playing and playing in my head. It's so good. The girl has such a good voice. And it's just like a uplifting, phenomenal ass. Like that whole album that that song is on, it's called, I think, Let There Be Love or something to that extent. It's kind of like a popsicle on the front. Kind of trippy looking. But that whole album is fucking great. Dude, the horns in it, there's like trumpets and trombones and like... Anything with trumpets. No, oh, so. dude, it's so nice. So fucking nice. Like, and I, I've just been so into them lately. I'm like, wow, you guys fucking rock. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah, from what I heard this morning, it was really good, actually. Yeah, dude. Oh, so I have a artist, a friend of mine. He goes by D Shakes. That's going to be on the podcast upcoming, not this weekend, maybe next weekend. Because this weekend we got something real special for you guys. Real special. Um, some really good friends are going to come out. And we're going to hopefully do a big group podcast. And it's going to be fucking lit. Um, but my dude D Shakes has been rapping for fucking God knows how long. Probably 10, 12 years. And he's really good. And he's a very philosophical dude. And he's like a big brother to me. He's a good dude. He looks like a motherfucking werewolf. I love this guy. He's so cool. When you guys meet him, you're gonna be like, damn. Like, the spirit of a wolf fucking Native American god walked in here, yo. Like, he's a great dude. I love the guy. Good energy. Awesome. Um, kind of excited about that. We've got a couple other really good ones coming up. I'm not gonna say too much, cause, you know, for them. But yeah, we're, we're doing big things. I hope this podcast takes the fuck off. I hope it does too. I hope everyone can hear us and fucking, you know, sympathize. And like, we're, y'all, y'all are some real motherfuckers because that's, that's what we're here for. We're here to spread love and get everybody in that zone. That's what it's about. Fucking opening that goddamn third eye, busting that bitch wide the fuck open. That's right. Oof, yikes, there is an Anderson girl if I've ever seen one. <laughs> yikes. So I got a question. Which one is worse, Lawrence or Anderson? Because I've heard Lawrence is like pretty fucking horrible, actually. I'd say they're both pretty equal. Pretty honestly. equal? I know Live PD yeah. films and, uh, oh, Tommy, there's a cat right there. Where? Uh, crossing. Careful, oh, yeah. there might be another one. There was two of them. Oh, he was under the car now. He's fine. Yeah, he's good. Just want to make sure nobody gets hurt. Right. 
I'd feel terrible Especially if I ran over someone's cat. I couldn't forgive myself. Everything, man. Especially mm-hmm. for the kitty and all that. Mad respect to the kitties. So we will continue this in part two, everybody. Right One on. second. Dang, pretty good. We're good? Coo, coo, coo. We're on. Welcome to part two. Yo. Yo, what's up? Yo, 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 bro, yo. Fucking living it, yo. Someone got in there. Where? Oh shit! Do you see the graffiti on that? Holy yeah, fuck! Yeah, poor guy. That sucks. I'd be pissed. They pissing somebody's Cheerios. Yeah. Eh, that sucks. Man, how'd you like to just wake up and see your car like that? Just be like, well, can't drive that shit anymore. Oh, you can still <laughs> drive it. It's just like... I, I mean, nice. depending on what they wrote on there, but like... True, I true. mean, yeah, you know... Yeah, true. Because if they wrote something like slightly rapey-ish, like, I wouldn't be going out anywhere like with that on there. Not pretty, there. No, not at all. Or anything that says something like derogatory sexually-wise. I mean, I don't think I'd have that on there. No, no, that's bad. No, no. it's gonna no. be a no for me, dog. Mm-hmm. I drive around with a giant dick spray painted on it, call it the cockmobile. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> have it on a Lamborghini. <laughs> I, I have no shame. I have no shame, <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna put a sticky, like, sick dildo as a hood ornament on your car. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, right on the hood. Do it. From Idiocracy, when they did that on the little, on the dude's little tiny car next mm-hmm. to the monster trucks. And did you notice that all the monster trucks were shaped like giant dicks in that movie? That was, what, that what was movie? the joke behind it. Mm-hmm. They had the dildozer. Uh, the dildozer. The dildozer. I don't know what the other one was. Like, I, 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 they were fucking funny though. <laughs> and Beef Supreme was the fucking like crazy celebrity in that world. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of America! <laughs> oh, man, traffic. traffic. I know. Yeah, it does smell like but I've got like a half on me, so yeah. But Destiny's only getting like an eight. Because that's the only way it could be done. Oh, look out, look out, look out. Look out, look out. Oh, shit. You got this. I'm watching. All right, here. All right. Oh, we're good. All right, cool. I was watching, I just had to get out while I could or I wasn't getting out. Alright, I got you. Anyways, before my mom Richard had to tell me to chill out. I know I had to activate mom there. Mom mode there for a second. But yeah, there goes Jeans Root Beer. The place is a fucking crown jewel. Shout out to Jeans Root Beer. That place is amazing. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I'm very fucking hungry. I am too. Especially coming up for I'm split right now. <laughs> Just one of those days, as Fred Durst from Limp Bizkit would say. Right. <laughs> so, let's talk about new metal, okay? New metal. New metal. Who's your favorite new metal band? You have five seconds. Go, Richard. Slip up. Yikes, that hurt my feelings. You called them new metal, but I guess... They're a new metal start now. True. You're talking about like NU metal, right? Yeah. Like new metal. Yeah. No, they're definitely new metal start. New new metal era Slipknot at least. Like Iowa. Yeah. Okay. Iowa era. You. Uh, Power Man 5000. No, wait, Mudbane. Oh, Mudbane. Mudbane. I love Dig. With the dark. 
Yeah, I love Mudbang. Slipknot's my all-time favorite band, but Richard already said that, so I'm going to go with probably... People are going to hate me, but I might have to say Limp Bizkit or How Korn. could you? Well, yeah, Papa Durst. <laughs> I mean... Papa Durst. It's my homie Chris's real dad. I got to give him respect. He did it all for the Nookie, man. He did it all for the Nookie. That's the Lord's Prayer, actually. That's the Lord's Prayer. Right I actually there. say that when I meditate. I did it all for the Nookie. I did, did it all, it all the for the Nookie. nookie. I, I know. did it all for the Nookie. That's my mantra, and it works. I know. I so you could take that, that cookie and stick it up your yeah. Stick it up your yeah. <laughs> your yeah. What was probably your favorite new metal album, Tommy? Oh, shit. We're probably going to have the same answer, I bet. Yeah, I was going to say, if it comes, I'd say Slipknot's self-titled. If we're, oh, we're okay. going to say, but if it was Limp Biscuit, maybe Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water, because it was just so in your face for that time, and they were just like, doing all the shit that the ICP guys were doing, but like on a At rock metal, yeah, on like a rock metal front, and it was kind of cool. They were disrespectful son of a bitches, did the dude didn't give a fuck. Built to the teenage mind, man. Like, yeah, dude. Elias is fuck. Chuck Mountain Dew. Pump some drywall. And... Yeah, he reminds me of the dudes from that Harold and Kumar movie. The fucking extreme dudes where they're like, Fucking extreme! Yeah. They're like drinking, you know, fucking hella Mountain Dew and like eating handfuls of Doritos in that fucking quick stop and like looking at the Indian guy and then the dude's like, Get the canoe! And they're like canoeing down the aisles, fucking everything up. And she's like, you motherfuckers <laughs> are a product of energy that. drinks and new metal. <laughs> Fred Durst. That's what you created, Fred. Shit is going to happen. It's going to keep happening. Yep. What's your favorite new metal album, Richie? Iowa by Slipknot, mm-hmm. the pinnacle of new metal albums in my opinion. Slipknot's really what transitioned me into heavier music in the first place, actually. Mm. I was about 9 or 10, and my friend Zach showed me this song called Purity, and it was actually off their self-titled. Purity's great, Oh, man. my God. Purity is such a creepy song to start out with. Yeah. It was actually this story. It was this uh, story on the storyboard saying that this chick was buried alive and all that. And Corey was like, oh, man, that's fucked up. And uh, the girl's name was Purity, and they wrote the song, like, after yeah. and all that. It turned out not to be bullshit, but it's still... Cool. It still makes for a really cool song. You know, so I discovered the self-titled, and Eyeless was really cool. Scissors was great. Eyeless is my baby. And then when I heard people equal shit off of Iowa, that just... That changed me right there. That genuinely just... Help me branch out to heavier music and things like that. Respect. Shit, I've been listening to heavier music ever since. You know, like Slipknot really, Slipknot really helped uh, shape my musical taste in my formative years and all that. And I'm really appreciative of them for that. But you know, except if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be discovering all these other bands I'm listening to right now. Other bands that aren't even considered metal. You know, because I branched off of bands that were branched off of metal now. Like what you like, my dude. Yeah. Alright, first it concert. Diverse music. Ooh. What was your first concert, Big Gert? Uh, I think Beach Boys, actually. That's balming. 
the Beach yes. Boys. Yes. I I love do I like doo-wop. It's my kind. I love it it's sometimes. Jam, dude. It's, it's a jam. good shit. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? It's like my favorite song in the world. Good vibrations. I love that. It's like their number one song, but I love it. Mm-hmm. I get around. That was a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Beach Boys, though, man. Fucking Richie, Beach Boys. What about Boys. you, Richie? My first concert was Eddie Money when I was like nine or ten. Shake it! Yeah. Send yeah, dude, we were finger. We were jamming that down in Biloxi. Shout out to Chris again. Good guy. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, no, I was nine or ten, and Dad was dating the scout at the time. And, you know, they both really liked Eddie Money. I was ten, just got out of school, nothing to do. And I was like, son, you're going to your first concert tonight. And I was like, oh boy, who am I going to, Dad? Eddie Money, I was like, ah! I flipped out because we had like the greatest hits and all that shit. Oh, so you already kind of pre knew about the yeah, money. Yeah, I, I, I knew about the money up to that point, you know? I knew yeah. about his greatest hits and all that. And, all those um, tickets he bought to Paradise. Yeah, I was like the most hyped dude at that concert that night. He wasn't expecting to see like this little nine, ten year old kid going, yeah, anybody, yeah! He waved at me like four or five times during that. He was like, this kid is awesome. You were the Eddie Money kid. I was the Eddie Money kid that night, man. Like, I was hyped. It was a good concert. He was really good live. May, may he rest in peace. That's dope, dude. That was so memorable, dude. Like, that... That, that was so much fun. Wow. That's what got me into concerts right there, actually. Yeah, dude. Unfortunately, you had to sit. You know, it was just fucking boring. You know, it's Eddie Money. Yeah. Yeah, it was Pavilion. Still a very Still fun good, concert, yeah, though. dude. What was your first concert, man? How about you? Oh man, it was a Vans Warped Tour, and I was wearing black skinny jeans and a black T-shirt. Which, if you've ever been to Vans Warped Tour, you know that's a terrible fucking idea. Yeah. And I was wearing black shoes and a beanie, like a fucking scene bean. It was like 2007, though, man. Like it you was, had to. yeah, dude. I, it, I was part of it, and it was Indiana. Like 2007, 2008, I was in middle school. A day to remember was just popping off. Bring Me the Horizon was just popping off. Katy Perry was there. I forgot she went to Warp Tour. Yes, Katy Perry was on Warp Tour, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone. That was insane. I just remember seeing these huge obese dudes wearing these tiny little pink fucking Katy Perry short shorts. Their big man titties swap, flapping around and shit in front of the stage, and I was just like, they were like fearlessly gay and I loved that I appreciated the shit out of that I was like you motherfuckers don't give a fuck what everyone around you is looking at you thinking like mad respect so we went with my it was me and an old friend of mine Chandler and his dad which shout out to Chandler's dad for taking two fucking skater kids to fucking warp tour and spending the whole day with us um, he was cool. He let us do our thing, get into moshes and shit. We kind of met up with him later in the day. I don't know what the fuck he did by himself walking around that carnival of fucking scene kids, but... Probably smoking a newbie or something. Respect. Thank you, Ross. So, we've seen Gym Class Heroes, and that's like one of my all-time favorite rap group bands. Next to Mayday. I love Mayday. Love Recognize. Shout out to Strange Music. But... Fucking yeah, dude. We were out there. I sweat so much. Like that was I've never sweat so much in my whole life. My fucking skinny jeans were soaked. 
I probably drank like 15 free monsters that day because they had the free monster thing. Like if you stand in the line, you go up there and you can drink free monster, but you got to stay on the party day. No wonder you're so hyped at that, man. Yeah, dude. So we were, if you look, bring the Horizon fans before they became the shitty Coldplay-ish band they are today. There's a video of Diamonds Aren't Forever. that, That song came out. So that was between the albums of, um, this is what they had known, uh, Count Your Blessings and Suicide Season. It was right between that time frame. So um, they were like, yo, you guys want to hear a new song? And they played Diamonds Are Forever. And I just remember it being the littiest fucking pit of my life. Just like, oh my God, the energy was so dumb. They played on the main stage out at uh, Deer Creek. It was fucking crazy. After we just got done seeing a day to remember and my friend got clotheslined by this big guy. It was insane. We also seen Bobby from the first podcast because Amir played that year. We ran into him at, it was like a rock star stage or something. Amir slaps. Gently, everyone. They, 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 that's mosh pit music. Makes you angry. And they played the song called Tales from a Burr. There's a part and it's like, I'm so over it. I'm fucking over it. And it just keeps hyping up, hyping up, hyping up. Well, my little buddy Bobby runs out of nowhere wearing this bright pink or bright purple uh, fucking attack attack shirt. And he gets clotheslined by this bodybuilder dude. He does a full backflip, lands on his neck in the middle of this pit. Right as the song starts. And we're just like, oh my God. And I see him get picked up from the ground, thrown up into the sky, and they body surf him to the front. That's respect. Right? Like, sacrificial style. Like, mm-hmm. they just gave his body to the Amir set. It was phenomenal. Whoa. That was my first concert. It was great. It was a whole day. We stayed from fucking door open to fucking close. Um, it was 13 hours. Seen, like, all of my favorite bands pretty much at that time. It was cool. But now we don't even have a warp tour. Like, I went every year from that year until, I mean, pretty much, I didn't go to the last two. I was really hoping my band or one of my bands would be able to play on that eventually, but we'll get there. Some other awesome ass tour will come by. Yeah, it will. They're trying to start a new thing for warp tour, I guess. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be a warp tour or not, but they're trying to have like a new headliner festival. Or right, something I was going to say because Rockstar Mayhem Fest went down and all that shit went down. I was down. heartbroken because that was one of my favorite concerts right there. It was Mayhem Fest and all that. Oh, yeah, dude. And back in the day when I was a kid, the radio station used to throw decent. Actually, was that? So my second concert, I guess, was May Day, where. I got my first concert shirt ever. I bought a Bullet for My Valentine shirt that I still have to this day. It's really dope. It's like a white shirt with a girl's head cut off, like a severed head, and there's roses growing out of it. It's fucking cool. I used to wear it to school and think I was so cool because teachers would look at it and horrifically look back at me like, do you see what you're wearing? <laughs> I just ate that shit up, you know? I, 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 had, I was a kid in junior high school that had like a Slipknot shirt for every day of the week. And I, and I loved it. I fucking loved it. That was just me, and I've always been that guy. I've always been into heavy metal music, but I like everything though. I listen to fucking Grateful Dead. I listen to fucking jazz music. I love Frank Sinatra. Like, 
man. In a past life, I swear I was Frank Sinatra. It's that connection is so great. Here's my Uncle G. Hi, Uncle G. Love you, Uncle Greg. You're the dude. Um, yeah. So what what else is on your mind, Kirk? Got some questions or something? Uh, I got a question. Did you ever skateboard, Tommy? I did. How good were you, man? Uh, I was okay. I was a fat kid, so I wasn't, like, good. You know, I've tried skateboarding, and, dude, I can't fucking do it. It's probably because, I mean, I think it's because I'm such a big-ass dude. I mean, dude, I'm 6'6". Six, six. Like, I'm saying, I yeah. think it's just hard for me to get my feet on that little-ass board. Your feet are huge. I mean, even going down those steps in your basement, like, yeah. my feet are fucking, like... Yeah. Like, I, I bet my feet have, like, probably four or five inches on those. Maybe. That's well, why I said be careful. Mm-hmm. That's just, like... We're I got at the podcast room today, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have a studio. Mm-hmm. Like a stationary studio. It's gonna, gonna be cool. Be very cool. Mm-hmm. Where we'll be able to invite our future guests and do the official thing. We'll have some cool shit where we can shoot some cool videos and things like that. Oh, yeah, we got really cool stuff planned for the future, everybody. Stick around for this incredible journey. It's gonna be one hell of a ride. So, what's on your mind, Tommy? life. I'm just really excited about what the future holds for us and we can really get this thing up off the ground and mm-hmm. just I've got so many good things going on in my life right now for the first time in quite a long time it feels like I have like this excitement every day when I wake up and I'm just like yes I got this fucking podcast going on I got my fucking bands going on like it, it gives me something to look forward to cause like Going to work at the same ass job every day gets fucking old. Talking to the same ass fucking people every day gets fucking old. Listen to the same shit every day. It just, you know what I mean? Life gets fucking monotonous. And it's really nice to have something to look forward to. You know what I mean? I appreciate that. I appreciate this opportunity. And I'm really stoked. Like, I listen to podcasts every day, almost all day at work. And it's like, I want someone to do that to us eventually. Be like, yo. We like your shit, you know, we think you guys are cool people, maybe get some sponsors someday, you know, just fucking big things, big things, like, and I think about it constantly, like, I'm fucking excited, like, some future people that have on the show, like, um, the dudes in my band, I was thinking, me and Richard were talking about this the other day, doing, like, a, uh, video call with, like, you know, because everyone's from a different part of the country. Mm-hmm. And we can do, like, a video call with everybody simultaneously as we have the whole band on. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that would be that would be cool. Very. Because I, mean, I was listening to a podcast today with there's a Duncan Trussell family hour. He was doing one with, I can't remember who it was, but they were doing it over Skype. Like, he was Skyping this person, and we still record that, you know what I mean? Like, we don't have to physically get to people. I just want our word and our message and our positivity to get out to as many people as possible. I mean, it's a legacy we're trying to build. We're trying to build something big here. Trying to build an empire. Yeah, we've got a lot of good, positive people, and I want to put them in fucking everything. Absolutely. Every fucking thing. It's a chance. This is a big, big opportunity, and I love it. I appreciate it. You guys are my best friends, and I'm glad that we're doing this. I'm glad that we just had a fucking... They can do it, we can do it. Absolutely. And we are going to do it, man. It's going to work. 
It is gonna fucking work. It'll take off. I know it will. As long as we put the work into it, we're dedicated, you know. We're good to the fans, good to the family. That's it, man. We're set. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Spread love, not hate. Better to live to love and love to live, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm just really positive, and I feel like I feel good. You know, ever since we started doing this podcast, like my depression has been like way less. My anxiety has gone down. Uh, I'm not nearly like on edge. I just feel like really good about life right now because I feel like I'm actually working on something for the first time that I can take pride in and like I can actually like get something out of because like every job I've ever had like I don't know they never worked out and I was only there for maybe a month if if that and I feel like this is a job for me right now like this is something that I can dedicate a lot of time to and I can we can really turn this into something and like this is this is what I want to do with my life right now and I just feel really good about being with the people that I'm with and where I'm headed right now and I feel like I'm in a good place with good people absolutely absolutely another good thing about these podcasts too you know just even doing them just like right now they help pull you out of that headspace a little bit so you're talking about it's kind of kind of like therapy in a sense it is almost because we're being open about what we're thinking and what we're saying a little bit and we're not being stuck inside our heads no i I, i've spent so many years like living stuck inside my head and you're when you let your emotions take the fucking wheel you might drive off into a motherfucking field because your emotions don't care about your physical meat body no they don't they care about what your brain feels and thinks let every little thing get to us and get under our skin because life can fucking end in an instant you know what I mean and it's just like we waste so much time and like get stressed over someone pulling out in front of you in a fucking car or someone passing you or something like you let it fuck your day up or an almost accident that didn't happen like things like that that makes life fucking zesty dude that's the flavor and the spices of life is all those almosts that scared the fucking shit out of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it didn't happen. And that's what makes a great fucking story. A great story. Everyone loves the story of the happy ending. Not all stories get happy endings. But looking backwards is the dumbest shit you can do. Live in the moment. Live for today. Don't let the past fucking come up and sneak up and tie your metaphorical shoes together and trip you up in today's life. If things are going good, no reason to cut open a scar. Because if you have a scar on your arm and you cut that shit open, why? Well, what's the purpose? You're, you're, you're just bringing up shit that doesn't even need to be a thing. You know what I mean? It's just we need to live forward. And a lot of motherfuckers are walking backwards. And I, I don't understand it. It's not worth it to get rid of hate and all of those things that slow us down. Slow down the progression of, you know, what we can become is a singularity, you know? Fuck. We're not that far. We're not that far. What do you think, Rich? I know I'm very high right now. <laughs> I'm really high. Man, I'm trying to think of what's... Man, that's just... 
like he was saying, that's what life's about right there, you know. It's something I've been trying to do here lately, and even I still have trouble with it, because hell. You know, like our egos, they let us get caught up in the stupid shit, like, hey bro, this dog pissed on your bed, let it ruin your day now, like Tommy's douchebag of a fucking dog, I still fucking hate you, you're the worst. <laughs> he pissed on the bed earlier, you know, and I was like, oh, day's ruined now, you know, day's fucking ruined, I gotta wash the fucking sheets. But it is what it is, you know, you get it done, and life goes on, and I'm out here making good memories with you guys right now. Just being present, not dwelling on your piece of shit dog. That pissed on my fucking bed. You piece of shit scrap. Nah, just kidding. He's kind of cute. He's still a piece of shit. But he has his moments. He's got his moments. I don't even know what I'm rambling about right now, man. I'm just dumb. You just hating on the wiener dog, bro. Yeah, I just hating on the wiener dog. I love him, and I hate him all at the same time. It's yin and yang, you know? It's all one. Yeah. Man, yeah. I, uh, I got a quote that I want to share, if I can. Yeah. Possibly. This is one that I actually made, and I'm going to try to remember it word for word, and I think I can. We live in an imperfect world full of hate and full of negativity, but I happen to believe that if we can take the time to sit beside someone else as the world comes crashing down, that's as close to a perfect world as we'll ever get. It's being there for people in the moment, you know. It's trying to, it's be, like what Richie said, it's being present and it's caring about people. And I hope this podcast can reach people. And I know I've heard people say, like, Joe Rogan helps them, like, stay positive. I hope our podcast can keep people positive and keep them feeling okay. I hope we can give some kind of hope to people when they're struggling and maybe they can look on us and, like, we can, you know, we can be there. I mean, we can be that, that team that gives people positivity and, you know, the motivation they need to get going every day. I want to be... Some, I want to be something to somebody. Like I want to help people if I can, as much, as much as possible. I just have that in me. Like I just, I want to do good for others, and I like doing. I like helping people. It makes me feel good. It gives you a sense of purpose, you know. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs that in life. They need that sense of purpose. And I was actually thinking about maybe volunteering at the homeless shelter, possibly sometime. I maybe. Go for it. Do it, me chat. Yeah. yeah. That's, I've always wanted to do something like that. Yeah. Reminds me of that story that, well, that one time that I gave, I think, 25 bucks to a homeless dude and I talked to him for like 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, it was, was he genuine? He was genuinely homeless, yeah. He was, he was really, he was homeless, but he was a gen, like, genuine person, yeah. Right, yeah. He was like, he was a beautiful, beautiful person. And he was a gifted musician. He could read and write music, and he had schizophrenia. I could tell that because he was kind of talking to voices that weren't there, and I could tell he was kind of having some visions and stuff. He was seeing things He's and disassociating. Disassociating, but he yeah. was he was still able to talk. And I gave him like all the money that I had in my wallet, and I had a negative balance at the time in a bank account, and I'm like, fuck it, this is more important. Mm-hmm. So the money I could have used to cover my negative balance, I gave to him, and I felt pretty good about that. You should. I just, I couldn't leave without, like, just, I shook his hand and I was like, dude, I hope you do good. Like, I hope you get better. Yeah. And I said, I hope, like, you feel like, I hope things really improve. So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's called faith in humanity. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I developed after I got out of the psych ward was just wanting to help people because I saw how low people can really get and I was like, it could be so much worse and I could be doing so much better for people. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what are you guys thinking now? I think we should pause it 